Hello everyone and welcome to our A Better World of Work podcast. My name is Hadi. Today we've got a very, very special episode. We're going to Japan. So I'm joined today with a special guest host, Kazumasa Ikoma, who's one of my colleagues from our Tokyo office. Hi, nice to meet you everyone. Thank you. And today we are joined by our guest, Miho Sakai. She works with Itoki and she has been there for eight years now. Um, Itoki is actually our partner company in Japan. And actually, we're very lucky to have her to talk about the experiences that she has seen with regards to making change and embracing change in the Japan market regarding new ways of working. So, Miho, welcome. Please, uh, please do share a little bit about yourself to our listeners. Okay, and hello everyone. Um, I'm Miho Sakai from Itoki Corporation, and thank you for having me today on your podcast. I'm very excited now. And Itoki is a Japanese office furniture manufacturer, and also we design workplace and work style in addition to furniture. And our company philosophy is um, um, derived from our founder is um, Pioneer Spirit, and we are the first Japanese company who implemented activity-based working. And since then, I've been working on planning and marketing area on our consultancy services and also working on current data analysis and employee training as the internal change ambassador. Thank you. Okay, so we like to start with the, uh, the question of how did the pandemic affect the ways of working in Japan? So from my side, I see there are a lot of changes happening in Japan, you know, uh, we ne- almost never have done any uh, working from home, but yeah, some companies actually like changing into this kind of hybrid work model. So Miho-san, on your side, what do you see? What, do you see any changes so far? Um, as Kazusa mentioned, uh, first of all, as in many other countries, the widespread work from home uh, well, has been a huge change. And um, originally uh, in Japan, uh, work from home, uh, we call it telework in Japanese, was promoted by the government around 2000 and promoted employment diverse human resources, and such as employees uh, who ba- have to balance work with childcare or nursing care, and those with disability in Japan. And work from home is also a good uh, option to provide business continuity. And in case of transportation disruption due to disasters. Uh, however, it didn't become a common practice except for a few advanced companies. Uh, however, uh, speaking about the survey Itoki conducted for companies with more than 300 employees, and more than half of employees said their environment is uh, not supporting when working from home. But uh, last year, the figure had dropped to 36 percent and according to the survey in this year a half of employees work from home and 15 percent of employees have the environment in place but do not actually work from home so miho that that to me sounds like uh perhaps japan has moved well in terms of being ready uh, mm-hmm. for as you sort of say work from home and and being more flexible but i suppose and and again for the for many listeners out there from the western world it's probably well known that the Japanese organizations are quite famously reluctant mm-hmm. to change. I think it's something mm-hmm. many, many people are aware of. So I suppose with that being the case, as you've sort of said, 
people are ready for uh, working differently, but it sounds like they aren't quite doing that, which sounds about what we might expect, I suppose, for Japan. Um, what do you think might be the reason for that? And what do you think is holding leaders, organizations back from driving change initiatives? Um, when it comes to work style changes, uh, one of the first reasons could be that the labor market is less fluid uh, compared to other uh, advanced countries, and talent war is less intense uh, than, um, than in other countries. And until now, um, there have been no sense of crisis um, that uh, employees must qu- uh, might quit if flexible work style options are not offered. Um, due to the pandemic, there are some surveys and reports in Japan that uh, many employees are considering leaving companies if uh, work from home or other flexible work style is not allowed. And this may change their way of thinking in the future. And in addition, um, I personally think that the reason why Japanese companies don't change is because very few people know or try to know the situations outside of Japan maybe due to the language barrier. And Japan is always slow in importing ideas that companies should focus on, such as diversity, inclusion, or sustainability. And I think many people don't understand why change is necessary or how much overseas companies are working on the change. Uh, that's a good point, Miho-san. Uh, especially, yeah, uh, until the uh, pandemic starts, we almost never under any working from home. It's a very rare case in Japan. Mm-hmm. But after the pandemic, you know, in the, in the last two years, we did a survey in, at Beldohon and uh, showing that uh, more than 60% of the uh, employees actually like to have uh, more than three days uh, working from home, which is quite a lot. And it's a very high uh among the uh, the APEC countries. So I think uh, even though our organization is a very kind of reluctant to change, I mean, the yeah, Japanese organization, but yeah, still like changes are happening. So uh, I also like to ask you another question about how changes is initiated in the Itoki side, you know, as a, like a ideal Japan model, because uh, Itoki uh, implemented activity-based working before the, the pandemic starts and it's actually working quite well. So can you explain a little bit more about it? Okay. Um, as for our work style, uh, Itoki started to conduct teleworking trials in 2013 and made preparations such as finding issues related to um, paper independence or other technology issues. And in 2017, um, teleworking policy was established in our company, and that is the start point um, on our uh, flexible work style. And from 2018, uh, Itoki joined in a program uh, named Telework Days, um, conducted by the Tokyo Metropolitan Government. And many employees in Tokyo try to work from home at least once a year. And this program was designed to address the flood of visitors in Tokyo um, during the Olympic period in 2020. Even before the pandemic, um, in our company, some employees are working from home sometimes. But, uh, for example, an uh, employee who broke a leg or they or family ma- member had a disease. So um, work from home um, was well re- received by employees, but uh, it was just an irregular work style. But um, I think these preparations helps us a lot to transit smoothly 
for the ABW implementation in 2018, and as well as work from home uh, as pandemic measurement in 2020. And we started hybrid working in a full scale in 2021, and we changed working policy, allowing teleworking up to four days a week for every employee. And employees don't need、uh, special reasons such as、uh, childcare or disease or necessary care. And we receive positive comments from employees that、um, they don't have stress to commute or feel easier to balance work with family matters. Yeah, and and I think a lot of what you've mentioned there is is some of the the principles that, yeah, indeed that we would we would、um, sort of. Employ when we're also driving change. Things like gathering data、um, upfront to 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 be able to to make the right calls later on down the line. And indeed, as you've sort of referred to as well, having some principles about what what it is that we're looking to deliver in terms of our new ways of working. So it's great that Itoki has adopted, of course, the the approach there, and and it's working well. I suppose the question、um, that comes to mind for me is, and perhaps related to what you said before. Where we've got some organisations that might be more reluctant to to take the plunge, I suppose the question when I think about it is: you look at Japanese organisations as a whole, not just the Tokyo, but sort of、mm-hmm. more at the wide, wider level. How have you seen、uh, changes initiated and managed? Do you find that most organisations take more of a top-down、mm-hmm. approach, or are they also quite democratic? I'm just curious to see how you see. Um, the typical, let's call it the typical Japanese organizations managing change. Oh,、uh, in the case of ma- major internal changes,、um, a cross-functional working team established under the top management、uh, is often in charge of、uh, the actual implementation, and they need to work on the project、uh, in tandem with their daily operations. As that tends to slow the speed of change, and their heavy workload can be an issue. And most Japanese companies are hierarchical organizations, so bottom-up change tends to be limited to a,、uh, such as single location or small department. But of course,、uh, there are such patterns. So I see. Yeah,、uh, as as Miho-san said, I also myself see a lot of different cases, but、uh, mostly it's kind of.、Uh, The top-down cases is、uh, mostly often、uh, seen often. So in this case, what typically works well to make the, this kind of effective change in the way of working for you know this type of organization in Japan?、Uh, what do you, what are the typical ways? So as you see, you know very closely with the,、uh, your clients, Miyosa.、Mm. Um, I think、um, many companies that understand the needs for work style change are able to come up with their work style vision or slogan. But I feel that the actual workplace and technology measures are often not、uh, properly linked to it, and because their visions or slogan are too abstract one. So I think that that making the their vision or slogan and Um, concrete is the important point for Japanese companies, and also change management approach is not very common in Japan. So there are many cases where employees' behavior change is neglected in the project. In fact,、uh, when we explain about our experience around work style change to our clients, we receive good comments because we have solid connection among aspirations,、uh, activities, and 
office design, IT design, and behavior. And in addition to that, um, it's important not to judge the success for or failure or of the project immediate, immediately for Japanese companies. And this is something that Itook learned to, from Hellhorn Company and change in work style and behavior take time, time to reflect. So we need to wait and see how things are changing for a while. And this, this kind of idea or feeling um, probably did not exist in many Japanese companies. Uh, thank you for raising the point, Miho-san. Yes, I, you know, as a better phone Japan, working with the uh, clients, yeah, some of the clients have already uh, have a like clear vision, but it's actually not the, uh, it's not breakdown to their work style or like how people work. So we actually help people, help them to create the, uh, the breakdown, the uh, actual work style vision as well. And, uh, I also see that Itoki uh, made a huge progress during the uh, not just one year but the uh, over the few years. So I see that I see the importance of like continuing working on the uh, workstyle project. Yes. Okay. Um. There are uh, several stages of evolution about our workstyle and work uh, workplace. And our headquarters office was completed in December twenty. 18 and uh, to accommodate uh, activity-based working practices and the first step was to improve the sound environment and other aspects of the office in response to uh, health companies reviews and employees feedback and the second step was uh, followed my renovation aimed at uh, improving employees connection and including a space creation that um, employee can reserve for such amount of time to gather, uh, gather and work with team members. And the third step was uh, this year to, uh, to re reflect the change that uh, less people using the office due to the pandemic. So uh, we moved a furniture showroom that was located in another building into one floor of the headquarters and to increase touch points with customers. And now it's uh, after the third step now, and we carried out the survey and found, found that uh, sound environment in the high forks area became worse a bit. And more employees found it uh, difficult to have uh, private conversations, um, maybe due to the slightly more formal design of the floor where the showroom is located. So uh, we are planning to renovate on the floor next year and want to approach these issues. Yeah, that's, um, it's, it's great that you're illustrating actually a lot of what you've mentioned, which is, is as you sort of said, not to judge it as, a, as a, a success or a failure immediately, but as you've sort of referred to is there's always continual adjustments, continual stages of review and, and new new things that need to be considered um, with the changing environment, changing preferences. You know, of course, it's all reality of driving change and it's never easy, um, but it's good to hear that, you know, in terms of Itoki, taking all those steps in a quite systematic way to move forward, essentially, is very, very key. Um, so actually, one thing that, that I, I feel I should ask the question in, 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 in the Japan market, in terms of where we are going to um, this idea about kind of this hybrid work environment. Curious idea, of, you're curious from my side, is, is really 
where do you feel, how, how, I guess, first of all, how widespread do you think hybrid working in Japan really is now? Mm-hmm. And can you perceive that it will become, it will continue to be the norm? Or can you see organizations pulling people back to a return to office? I mentioned uh, uh, earlier that our survey showed that half of employees in companies with more than uh, 300 employees work from home. But um, other surveys have shown that um, percentage is much lower in smaller companies. And it is also widespread among workers in Tokyo and other large cities, but not in rural areas. Mm. And... Having said that, um, our survey also shows that employees have more discretion in how they work in 2020 compared to last year. And for example, and more people say they are empowered to decide when to go to the office uh, rather than uh, being assigned to uh, by the company, or they don't uh, need their supervisor's ap- approval to change where where they work. And this suggests that um, there is a shift from um, like um, pandemic forced work from home to true hybrid work and where people can choose where they work at their own will. And there is an obvious trend to return to the office. And I feel that uh, many companies cite communication among employees and innovation for reasons. And yeah. And when it comes to a communication, our service shows that um, each year, and more and more employees feel that uh, there is less uh, less informal in, in, informal communication um, that is not necessary to carry out their work, and such as conversations about the news and the weather or their personal lives. Yeah, the the water cooler chat as we yeah. as we tend to hear it. But I suppose actually you bring up a point there, which is actually top of the mind of lots of clients that we we hear from across the region. I'd love to hear your perspective. Is this point really about getting people to come back to the office? Because while, as you've sort of said, there's a trend and perhaps a preference for it from an organization side, there are also some benefits that we might be missing out on if we purely work from home or purely remote as you sort of said, that connection, that sense of, of bonding amongst the team, and as you sort of said, innovation and, and just informal chats. So a question I have is, um, what are some of the approaches or tips that you might offer for organizations out there that are struggling to bring people back to the office? Um, Itoki is telling people that in order to bring back people back to the office, um, as traditional office with fixed seats that reflects the hierarchy and doesn't work. And our message is that it's not only management's will, but also what functions and roles employees expect, uh, expect from the office that must be clarified. And many clients have visited our office in search of hints to consider and they seem to realize, for example, that oh, is it is it difficult to create a high focus area at, at home, which is a good reason to come to the office, or uh, that uh, it's difficult to generate uh, ideas using a whiteboard it, when working remotely. Uh, it's because on, um, online collaborating tools such as Miro are uh, still not common in Japan, and. As an office furniture manufacturer, uh, we also believe that ability to work with less physical strain is another reason to come to the office because uh, ergonomic chairs and sit and stand desks 
we provide and uh, expensive and difficult to prepare on their own. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really about making that environment that you go into uh, essentially suitable for what the employees yeah. uh, need and, and creating a, essentially creating an environment that you want to go to that can enable you to work more effectively. Yeah, um, exactly. So for closing this session, I'd like to ask you this like really big question, which is what does a better world of work means to you? <laughs> That's a difficult question. And I believe that a um, better world of work uh, means to be able to work physically and mentally and socially well-being. And Japan has so many issues regarding employment and work style. And as some of you may have heard of the term karoshi, and there are many people who suffer from uh, suffer uh, health issues due to the illegal overtime work. And also there is a strong sense of gender role, of labor, and gender gap between men and women. And men are under a lot of pressure to work. And many elder, elder people, people, believes that only women should be responsible for housework or childcare. And of course, um, how a younger generation thinks is changing, and new trends are seen, such as um, delivering the outcome with regular working hours. And not only women, but also men should be responsible for housework. And not only men, but also women should take senior positions. Uh, however, the way how people in management position think uh, has not changed. So there are many people who are not able to achieve the desired work style and lifestyle. Um, and I feel that uh, many people are undermining various aspects of well-being in their work. And this is my personal experience, and, but I have seen concern about Japanese employment situation. And so I decided to major in labor sociology at university. And I interviewed uh, employees at uh, IBM Japan to see if um, teleworking uh, or work from home could be a solution to this. But I felt that it would be uh, difficult for all employees to impl um, implement such a system because uh, working long hours at uh, assigned desk so that their bosses can observe their work, work is highly valued in the Japanese work style culture. At that, at that time, I had no idea that the term hybrid work uh, would be created or that teleworking would become so widespread. Um, finally, I hope the spread of flexible work style uh, will help each employee achieve their desired work style and lifestyle and in a well-being way. And I think uh, we have been moving closer to that vision over the past few years. Uh, thank you, Miho-san. Uh, lastly, yeah, you mentioned a really great point. You know, we are struggling in Japan that, you know, between not having legal overtime work versus um, working from home, because in a working from home, we tend to work longer, uh, according to uh, some studies. So yes, we are tr really trying this balance, seriously. Yes, thank you for mentioning yeah, that, yes. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Miho-san. I think actually the, the, 
the thing that comes to mind as you talk about there is is and something that we probably all need to keep working towards is that idea of balance and uh being able to find ways that we we don't push things too far we're not overly mm -hmm. you know we don't work too hard but at the same time we don't also play too hard we've got to find that balance in in many ways um and indeed it's a it's it's a cycle and and it's a continual struggle i think but it's great that you've got a perspective there and indeed it's one that you get a chance to work on uh in your work which is which is great so i'm, I'm very pleased that you're able to make some of those changes uh, <laughs> get to that better world of work that you want to get to as well so yes um so thank you uh miho-san for being with us today this was a really great chat and indeed it's one that we um in the western world if you think about the western world we, we don't hear a lot uh about the real nitty-gritty details so it's great to hear from you there um and also kazu-san thank you so much for co-hosting with me today. I thank you for tuning in and we'll be continuing to have great conversations with great people from around the region as we go. <laughs> <laughs>